It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Coach Harris and I met five years ago, and we were in a pool. Don't ask why. And I remember thinking, I like that guy. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on in to Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, joined today by Lindsey Crosby. How are you, buddy? I am doing well. Hope you had a great Father's Day. Yes, yes, we were recording this on uh, on Father's Day. Uh, I've had a great Father's Day so far. Hopefully the same can be said for you. Absolutely. Uh Good, nice, large steak and eggs breakfast this Good. morning. Appreciate the family doing that. Dinner tonight. Uh, got a nap and a Braves game in. It's a good day. That is a good day. That is a good day. And um, I hope the Tennessee Volunteers wish Bruce Pearl a, a nice Father's Day. Because he is their daddy. Yeah, I don't know if anybody knows this, but Tennessee's athletics budget exactly corresponds to the amount of allowance that that Bruce Pearl gives them. Uh-huh. I find Correct. it odd that just those two things happen to be exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, he we obviously saw last year they had some issues. He sent the football coach to his room. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Wild stuff. But yeah, no, uh, to all the to all the listeners out there. Happy Father's Day. All right, so pretty slow weekend in regards to news, but there was some recruiting tidbits that I want to share. So we've talked about the number one kicker in this class. Um, his name is Alex McPherson, and you know we kind of do that. He, he's from Fort Payne. We've talked about him several times here on the show, but just as far as Auburn fans kind of getting their mind around having a kicker that is not a Carlson um, I'd like it to be a McPherson because he is very, very good. He is very, very talented. But sounds like uh, he went to Gainesville for a visit this past weekend, and it sounds like they impressed him. So, I mean, that's no surprise. Pretty much every team in the conference wants this kid, and uh, we'll see. We will see. Hopefully, Auburn's kind of got the upper hand based on kicking history. Auburn puts out a lot of really, really good kickers, and obviously Fort Payne is not too far away. So, do you have any thoughts on that? Just some of the backstory for the listeners. If you don't know this whole situation, his older brother played there. So, one of the reasons like, at he's been on campus quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, played at Florida. So, he's been on campus quite a bit. He has a relationship with a bunch of players and staff. So, that kind of explains uh, that explains that visit. He is still taking an official at UGA this upcoming weekend. And he's also, he did official with us, obviously, and Texas A&M. Mm. Obviously, like Zach said, we have the the history of good kickers making the league. We have the, the geographic advantage. Um, Florida pretty much has the, you'd be a legacy because your brother went here thing. So we'll see what happens. I still feel good about it. That being close to home does mean a lot. So I still feel good about it. I do too, but we will have to see. All right. Other things happening this weekend. Thompson is going to be ridiculously good over the next several years. Um, but they, uh, they had two five-stars from Thompson on campus. Um, Tony Mitchell and Peter Woods, two highly touted players uh, in the uh, 2023 class, both from Thompson. 
And it sounds like they had a great visit. Both these guys are heavily predicted to go to Alabama. So what does Auburn do on this visit, Lindsey Crosby? What is what what does Auburn do? They pull out the big guns, which is who? Who did they make sure was present for their photo shoots? Their teammates Sawyer Pate. Let's go. And Evan McGuire. Let's go. Sawyer Pate, baby. Of course, Auburn's like fifth-string quarterback, whom we love so, so much. But, no, it's funny, though, because when I was reading that article uh, on Auburn Undercover, I'm like, oh, Thompson. Anytime I hear Thompson now, Thompson is synonymous with Sawyer Pate for me. It will always be that way. And uh, I'm like, oh, cool, Sawyer Pate, Thompson. I wonder if they mentioned that. And it's like, oh, they, like, brought him down and, like, made him part of this. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, he was there for the photo shoot. And I just want to run something by you real quick. Let's say that these two guys come in together and say, listen, we got our boy Sawyer Pates back. We will come, we will both commit to Auburn instead of Alabama if you give Sawyer Pate 25 pass attempts in the 2021 season. How quickly do you say yes to that? Oh, totally, man. You bring Sawyer Pate in for like backup, you know, cleanup duty for, you know, Akron and, and Alabama State. And uh, I mean, I'm sure you'll get other opportunities throughout this year and just Put them in, and instead of just doing, you know, the typical dive that they like to run when it's like when you're up by a bunch of points, just bubble screen the mess out of people and be like, all right, there's your 25, uh, there's you 25 pass attempts. And I bet he goes like 24 for 25. May not go for very many yards, but I think that would be awesome. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. And hey, you never know. What if Sawyer Paid is just the best bubble screen thrower of our generation? We have no idea. We don't know that he's the goat at bubble screens. He's just a talent waiting to be unlocked. That's our secret weapon. We're going to win the college football playoff next year with the secret weapon of the undefeatable bubble screen. Gosh, can you tell us the off season, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> can you tell us the off season? Um, all right. And then uh, Auburn was the final stop for three-star wide receiver Jay Fair. He is from Texas. Jason Caldwell has a great story of this on AuburnUndercover.com. But he rated the visit a 9.5 out of 10, a strong 9.5. Talked about him um, kind of getting that, that family feel hosted by Cornelius Williams and Mike Bobo. And something that I think is interesting about this is whenever it was announced for Cornelius Williams to be the wide receivers coach, it's been, okay, this guy, he gets it. This guy, he really understands you know, how to recruit and how to connect with players. I can't wait to see the fruits of that start to happen. So he's visited uh, a handful of places. Um, He officially visited Florida last weekend, um, officially visited TCU the weekend before, and he, of course, he was at Auburn this weekend. But, you know, Auburn Undercover, or I guess just 247 Sports, rather, they have Auburn, Florida, TCU, and Texas A&M listed as warm as far as his interests. But I think... And, you know, there's different ways to look at this. But I like to be the last visit that a guy takes before, you know, he kind of moves in to make his decision. I think that's important. It's the thing that's most fresh on your mind. Everything that's positive, you're going to be more likely to remember certain things. And emotion is a huge part for all this. I mean, we all remember how emotional we all were at 16, 17, 18 years old. Heck, I'm still extremely emotional. That's just part of it. Um, But I think this is a big deal. I think it could really, really work. Um, in favor for the Tigers. So that's, um, that is my thoughts on that. 
reinforcing your point, he talks about the two biggest factors for those three schools, a fair opportunity and a family feeling. Well, have you seen our depth chart at wide receiver? Mm. Nothing's written in pen. Every single thing on there is pencil. Uh, And then a family feeling. I mean, obviously we have the Auburn family. I don't think Florida does that. Uh, TCU. No. So I I don't know people. I don't know. Like do people go to TCU? I didn't. I, I have a small suspicion that TCU might not actually be a real school (laughs) and that, because I've never met anyone from TCU and I have friends who live in Texas and they don't know anybody who ever actually went to TCU. TCU may not be a real school. I think we have a locked on horn frogs. I hope they don't get too mad at us. No, I, it's fine. It's fine. So, so they'll be all right. They have, their I can't imagine we'll ever do a crossover with locked on horn frogs anytime soon. Well, we did one with Akron. So it's true. You never know. That's true. I haven't played it yet though. I haven't played it yet. I think we're going to play that Wednesday. Oh, that's right. Cause he got mad at you. No, it's a different guy. So do you think I should put my conversation with the play-by-play guy and the color analyst in the same show? Or should I use one for one show and one for another show and spread them out? Do any of us want to listen to an entire show about Akron? I don't know, dude. It's the next game. It's the next game that happens for the Tigers. Yeah, maybe do like a season preview week. And, you, you know, you have like, you have those two and split up, and we're talking about, all right, here's the here's the non-conference part of the schedule up front, See, and we can do a week talking about it. That's a great idea, but the issue, Lindsay, is I already screwed that up. <laughs> the issue, because I already played, you know, I already did the crossover with Penn State, with Kevin, when he came on. So, like, I, I don't think I could do that now. I think I screwed that up. Hmm. Well, I'm an idiot. That's all that, tell, that's all that means. Tell us in the Discord, do you want an entire show about Akron or do you want us to split that up into two into two halves of shows? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think some people would dig it, but I think it's more relevant than like a lot of stuff that we talk about over the offseason, but that's okay. That's all right. Um, all right, we continue our conversation in just a moment right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Get in the game, whether it's baseball, postseason, basketball, postseason, hockey. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in on the action. Head over to betonline.ag, whether it's on your phone or your desktop. And you can receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you have to do is use promo code LOCKEDON. It helps out the show. It helps out you. And BetOnline will be happy to have you. So go to BetOnline.ag. Of course, BetOnline is your online sportsbook experts. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, in just a moment, we're going to play a conversation that I recorded last week with Auburn legend David Housel. Um... He's got a new book out, and you uh, you actually went to one of the signings, the signings that he had that at the at the Chappies in Auburn, right? 
Yeah, that's like three minutes from my office. I have lunch there probably once or twice a week. And every now and then I get lucky enough to get sat in the back booth there at Chappie's where he sits. There's a little plaque on it and everything. I don't think I realized they actually sat normal people at that booth. I thought it was just like his thing. Oh, no, it's not just any normal person can get that booth, Zach. I'm sorry. I hate to break that to you this way. I hate that. I hate that. That's how you learned. Oh, you're saying you're special. That's what you're saying. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, you know, uh, but no, David Housel's a great guy. Um, I've, I was lucky enough when I first moved here, my, my mother-in-law was a professor at Auburn, uh, knew him. They were, they were personal friends. She did a lot of leadership work for the athletics department while he was there. And so, uh, it's just, it's just great to get in a chance to sit down and talk to him. He has a lot of great stories. It's just really entertaining to hear some of his perspective. He knew a lot of these players that we, that are legends in our mind, he knew them firsthand. Right. And so, you know, getting to hear, like, you know how I found out that bow diving story was true? Was I asked David Housel about it? And he's like, yeah, that happened. So what's the bow diving story again? Remind me. Okay. So long story short, Bo Jackson is, uh, he's in his mid twenties. He's got his two, two young boys. He's back in Auburn filming his bow nose commercials and he wants to go swimming uh, or his kids want to go swimming. The only place available was, the swim and dive facility. And so he goes to athletics and he asks them and they tell him, yes, you can use it because he's Bo Jackson. You're not going to turn Bo Jackson down. You're not going to turn Bo Jackson down for anything in Auburn. Right. And so his kids are splashing in the shallow end. And, you know, he was, he chit chatted with the the coach when he first got there. And then he just stayed out of the way and they're all, they're doing their dives and everything. And he's watching kind of intently. And he walks over to the coach and he's like, Hey coach, can I, uh, can I try that? And the coach is like, you're Bo Jackson. You can do whatever you want. Right. Absolutely. So they, they take him out there to the, the standard regular diving board like you'd have at home, you know, a little springy. And he goes out there and he, you know, he's 100 pounds bigger than anybody else at the pool because he's uh-huh. Bo Jackson. They're all tiny swimmers. Right. And yeah. D- divers are tiny. Divers are small people. And he walks out there and he, he tests how bouncy it is. And he does one jump on the end. And he doesn't go in. He just does the jump to see how springy it is. And the, the diving board touches the water. Like Whoa. that's how heavy he is compared to the rest of them. And he goes back and he goes and he, he does the dive and he ends up doing a double, like a double front tuck and lands it almost perfectly swims out. And they're like, Oh, Hey Bo, you want to, you want to try that off the top? He's like, no, I'm good. Just goes back to swimming with his kids. <laughs> that Bo man can, can do, do anything. Bo can play any sport he wanted to play. He could have played any single sport. The commercials were true. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, he actually, Bo actually played every single sport that America has. He was a curler. He was a professional curler. I think it was 1980 Olympics. Um, cycling, handball. He did it all. It's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah, my dad grew up in Bessemer. And just hearing stories, like, he didn't know Bo personally by any means, but they grew up at the same time. And it's like, he would be, like, playing, you know, baseball or something with his buddies after school. And there would apparently just be, like, rumors, like, Hey, so apparently this guy just like hit a ball over you know this this building. Everyone's like, no, there's no way, there's no way. But it's like it was Bo Jackson. It's like this Bo Jackson guy can do anything. So, uh, but anyway, yeah. So David Housel, um, we will hear from him in just a moment right here on Locked On Auburn. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Lindsay, name a better tasting protein bar than Built Bar. There's not one. There's not one. I actually ordered a box of Built Bars. Over the weekend, it should be here tomorrow, hopefully, or maybe it'll be here by the time some of you guys are listening to it. But I ordered a box of salted caramel, and it's one of my favorites. 
Uh, it's also one of the more lower caloried ones. So that was uh, that was kind of my reasoning there. But yeah, very, very good. It looks and tastes like a candy bar. It's good for you. High in protein, low in calories, low in sugar. And uh, yeah, they taste delicious. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you will get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCK15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off. That's at BuiltBar.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brands their warehouse happened to carry? You can do it yourself with rockauto.com. You can save time and money when using Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find solutions for your auto parts needs. Go to RockAuto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, Locked on Auburn in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at RockAuto.com. All right, we're now joined by former Auburn Athletics Director, David Housel, man, thank you so much for your time. This has been a, a a crazy last few days for you. You've got a new book out. People just can't get enough of it. Uh, how you doing today? Doing very well. Doing very well. It's uh, we've had two book signings. Today was the second day, and uh, it's good to see a lot of old friends and and just good people who want to. I hope <laughs> read a good book. Sure. So what was kind of the inspiration uh, for this book? And, uh, I mean, tell us tell us about it. Well, the title of the book is From the Back Basic Chappies, Stories in the South, Football, Politics, Religion, and More. I've eaten breakfast in the Back Basic Chappies for all 15, 16 years now. Had a lot of different conversations with a lot of different people from all walks of life. And this book is kind of a summation of those stories and those thoughts and those uh, discussions. Uh, and we talk about the three deadly things you're not supposed to talk about, football, <laughs> politics, and religion. And uh, this is not an Auburn book per se. It's a book about imperfect people living in an imperfect world doing the best they can. It's really football, politics, religion, and more. Sure. So, I mean, some some of these conversations, I, I'm sure, I mean, yeah, Auburn is uh, is in your blood, Mr. Housel, so I'm sure Auburn football came up uh, a ton. Do you mind giving us a little bit of a tease for uh, for folks listening right now? Well, I think, uh, I guess the best way to say it is uh, some people have said that this house are unleashed. <laughs> I can say things in this platform I couldn't say when I was writing and working in, on an Auburn platform. There are some stories in here about Alabama. There's one piece that is very praiseworthy of Coach Saban. I love Nick Saban. I just don't like where he coaches. That's sure. the thing. <laughs> if Nick Saban was coaching in Auburn, we'd be wanting to crown him king forever, you know. Right. But he's coaching in our number one rival. Sam Newton changed the, uh, the way that I look. At, at Alabama. So there's a lot of Auburn in here. There's other than Auburn in this book, too. Uh, the Auburn stories go all the way back to my childhood, and some of them are as recent as last year. So 
there's enough to satisfy the Auburn people, but it's uh, I guess it's a housing that most people have not read and, and maybe didn't know existed. Sure. Well, I'm sure a lot of folks are uh, for excited about it. Uh, Mr. Housel, how can, uh, what's the best way for folks to, to either find this book or, or, or to purchase it? Well, um, the easiest way would be to go to backboothbook.com. Okay. Backboothbook, one word, dot com. And you can order there and uh, I'll sign it. If you have any special inscription, instructions, or requests, add those to the the uh, order and we'll get it out and zip it right out to you that's the easiest way sure uh, i hopefully hopefully a lot of the folks listening will definitely do that because i know uh i know a lot of hard work went into this about how long have you been working on this book all my life really <laughs> <laughs> there, are sto- there, are, there are stories that you know some of them go back to my childhood some of them are, are very recent too so it's uh it is not a book compartmentalized it's just like sitting at the back booth at Chappies having conversations with your friends you never do know what's coming up you don't know what's coming next and the book is put together that way sure and you know you might be reading about something from my childhood or something from the 50s and then you might come up with something say six months ago mr housel i mean you've been uh you've been around auburn for a very, very long time. Uh, I, I saw it somewhere when I was kind of looking up some stuff that I, that I wanted to ask you, and, and I forget where I read or where I saw it and, and or I would point it out, but I, I read that your first ever Auburn game was an Iron Bowl like in the 50s. Is that right? My first Auburn-Alabama game. Okay. They didn't have anything called the Iron Bowl in those days. It was just Auburn-Alabama or Alabama-Auburn. It was 1956. Auburn won 34-7. That experience blew me away. Mm-hmm. I'd never seen as much color and pageantry and crowds. and It was just, it was magnificent. And I wanted to be a part of it. I mean, I, that was that was the best life to be. So I wrote Auburn University, Alabama Polytechnic Institute at the time, and the University of Alabama, and I asked for information on their football team. Well, Alabama sent me a media guide and a bill for a dollar. Auburn sent me a media guide and a note thanking me for being an Auburn man, Auburn fan. And uh, some people might say I come cheap, but the fact that Auburn seemed to appreciate my support meant all the difference in the world. And that one little note written by a secretary um, made me an Auburn fan. That game in 56 during my life. Dang, I mean, you talk about setting up a passion and a love for the rest of your life. That's that's cool. I hadn't heard that story before. I mean, look, looking back at that Auburn-Alabama game from the 1950s, and you compare that to an Iron Bowl now, I mean, you talk about being a, uh, blown away by the, the pageantry and the game day experience then. How does that compare to what it is now? In that day and time, it was every bit as big or bigger than it is now. Okay. It was different in that day and time because the game was in Birmingham and the uh, the stadium was split virtually 50-50. Not 50-50, but virtually 50-50. So every play was a big play. Uh, now, one team has 90% of the fans and that kind of thing. But my point is, to the 10-year-old boys of this day and time, there's been nothing bigger or greater 
than an Auburn-Alabama game or an Alabama-Auburn game. They have the same reaction to the game this day, this day and time that I had 56 years ago, 55 years ago. So the, the, the impression it makes is just as big. What has changed is my age and the age of the little boy going to their first one. Uh-huh. That's cool. So you've, you've been able to, to watch this super, super interesting offseason for the Auburn Tigers uh, from a different point of view than pretty much everyone. I mean, you're a former Auburn AD. Uh, they bring in a guy from Boise State, Brian Harson. What have you thought of what he's done with the program so far? Well, I think it's far too early to tell. The, the, the tale, is, tale is going to be told in recruiting and on-the-field performance. Uh, some people are concerned that he's not from, as they say, he ain't from around here. I don't worry about that. Football schemes and blocking and tackling will win at any place, anywhere in the country. I think recruiting is going to be the key. Some people will say, well, I worry about his ability to recruit. He ain't never coached down here and all that stuff. Bottom line is, when Coach Saban went from Michigan State to LSU, he had never recruited in Louisiana. He had never recruited in the South. I don't think it stopped him from putting together a great program in LSU. So I think if Coach Harson can recruit, and there's no reason to think he can't, he can be very successful here. The thing I like about Coach Harson is, and I've never really met the man to have a conversation with, but uh, he projects like a football coach should project. Strength, confidence, large and in charge, no no extra stuff. I mean, he's the man. Right. Some coaches don't feel comfortable in the role as being a head coach. You know, they just, they just don't really project that strength, that coaching mentality, that coaching presence. Coach Harson projects that. Right. But here again, projecting is one thing. Winning is going to be the king, the thing that solidifies it. People have said they remind, and Coach Harson reminds them of a young Pat Dye. Mm-hmm. I see those similarities. I hope we see the same similarities in record, winning, that kind of thing. I think every Auburn fan would be very happy if we got another uh, another coach like Pat Dye. What do you think about that? <laughs> I would think the record would indicate that would certainly be true. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Mr. Housel, I won't uh, I won't take up any more of your time. Thank you so much. I know you've had a very, very busy few days. And uh, just real quick, one more time, how can folks um, buy your new book? Well, the name of the book is From the Back Booth at Chappies, Stories of the South. Football, politics, religion, and more, and it is available at backbooth.com. I'm sorry, I'm about to mess up the thing. <laughs> I did mess it up. It's available at backboothbook.com. Backboothbook.com. Mr. Housel, thank and you. And JM will have some pretty soon. Okay, fantastic. Mr. Housel, thank you so much for your time. Uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you, Jack. Sweet. Lindsay, you got any final thoughts about uh Mr. Housel? I know you I know you got to hang out with him for a little bit last week at the, one of the book signings. So just a great Auburn man. Uh very excited to to know him and to consider his family uh friends with ours, and I'll always cherish this wedding gift they got us. That's cool. What was the wedding gift? 
stay in Mixer. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. I didn't know, I know that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Where can people find you and hear you, friend? I am at Auburn Banker on all the socials and in the Discord, and you can hear me from 7 to 9, Monday through Friday, with you on News Talk WANI. Yes, yes. One of my co-hosts for Auburn Opelika this morning. Follow me on Twitter at ZBlack. It'll be the show on Twitter at Locked on Auburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. And we will be back tomorrow for a Charlie Tuesday. This has been Locked on Auburn. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.